we have no place to go. We have no place to go. For you have the words of eternal life. You have the words of eternal life. Lord. We have no place to go. We seek refuge from you Lord. We seek refuge from you. We may be called foolish. We may be called stupid. But we have decided to follow you. Ah. We have decided Lord. Where will I go? 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 Ah, praise! Turn it into a prayer. Turn it into a prayer. Turn it into a prayer. Lord, where am I going from you? If you take you out of me, I am useless. If you take you out of me, Lord, I'm stupid. I'm foolish. If you take you out of me, I'm destined for death. I have no place to go, oh Lord. I seek refuge from you. Said he that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. Alena mana mano subrehina ma kwale mana. O saprahana ma kwale gado brehina ma kwatela bana ma kobrehina ma. Oh Lord, we seek refuge over and over again from you. If we have depended, oh Lord, on the people of the world, if we have depended, oh Lord, on the economy of the world, by now we will be begging. But where would I go from you? Where would I go from you? Where would I go from you? You that hold my destiny in your hand. Where will I go? Where will I go? Where will I go? Talk to the Lord. Where would I go? Where would I go? Let's sing it together. Where would I go? Where would I go? Where would I go? Lord, where would I go? Where would I go? Where would I go, Lord? Where would I go? Where would I go? Where would I go, Lord? If you didn't touch me, where would I go, Lord? If you didn't heal me, where would I go, Lord? If you didn't cleanse me, where would I go, Lord? If you didn't deliver me, where would I go? Where would I go? Where would I go, Lord? Father, we thank you. 
We ask that you take preeminence. We ask that you take preeminence. Father, we thank you. Speak to us one more time. In Jesus' name we pray. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We read sounds in the spirit. As the Misan was playing, she was playing that song in the spirit. And I picked the song from the spirit. And I'm sure I exhibited it in the natural. And it's the song that carries the presence. This is why whenever you're playing keys, I will always tell you to pray. I will always tell you to speak in tongues. Praise the Lord. She was playing it. And she was not aware of what she was playing. But I saw it in the spirit. Where would I go? 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 Lord, where will I go from you? From you. From you. Where would I go? 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 Abranos Comprehenamata. Father, we are over our life again. Over and over again. Over and over again to you. Lord, we give you all the glory. Uphold us, O Lord. Minister to us, O Lord. Father, help us, O Lord. Help us to follow you till the end. Help us to follow you. Help us to follow you. For in Jesus' name we pray. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Uh, this evening we'll be looking at marriage and destiny. Marriage and destiny. And by the grace of God, the Lord will be speaking to us. I want our heart to be open. Marriage and destiny. Amen. Amen. I may not be fast so that each and every one of us can comprehend. marriage and destiny. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Marriage and destiny. Now, I will start with this, that marriage is optional and not compulsory. Marriage is optional and not compulsory. But, I said, but, there is, a, there is always a part in destiny. There is always a part in destiny that you can't get to without marriage. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. That marriage is optional and not compulsory, but there is always a part in destiny you can't get to without marriage. Someone said to me, he said, Do you mean that Paul did not fulfill destiny? Praise the Lord. 
He said, do you mean that Paul did not fulfill destiny because he was never married? And I said, his lineage ended with him. His lineage ended with him. And he had no seed after him. He had no biological seed after him. And I said, this was never God's perfect will for his life. As a matter of fact, if you really want to read about love letters, if you really want to read about and understand love, you have to read about the writings of Solomon, book of Proverbs, and some part in Psalms. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. He couldn't unnest that area. There is always a part in destiny that you can never get to without marriage. A preacher now that is not married cannot preach excellently in marriage. If you read 1 Corinthians 7 where Paul was talking about marriage, you will see some, according to my own, he will tell you that now is the Lord that is speaking. Now is me that is speaking. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So there is always a part in destiny you can never get to without marriage. And why? You see, I said marriage is optional. Marriage is not compulsory. Right? Now you can choose not to get married. That is under God's acceptable will. But that is not under God's perfect will. Because His perfect will for man is that He said it is not good for what? The man to be what? Alone. If God who created you said it is not good for a man to be alone, you that you are the creation, you are telling God that God, I want to be alone. I want to fulfill my destiny alone. Do you think God is foolish? Do you think God is unwise? <laughs> Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. He said it is not good for what? The man to be words alone. God will help us. So, you not choosing to get married is an option. And that option is acceptable. Is a good will. Like that of Paul for the purpose of his ministry. But that is not God's perfect will. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. And the truth is that there is a blessing that accomplishes God's perfect will for our life. You can progress in the good will, in the acceptable will. But there is a blessing, there is a level you can't get to if you are not working in God's perfect will for your life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I said to us, it's perfect will. He said, it is not good for what? The man to be what? Alone. Hallelujah. And I said, God is wiser than the wisest of men. So he's not foolish to orchestrate a thing that will never be beneficial to us. God is wiser than the wisest of men. He is not foolish to orchestrate an institution that will never be what? Beneficial to us. Praise the Lord. I said, marriage is a platform created by God to help us with an individual. Marriage is a platform created by God to help us with an individual who will balance our weaknesses. Praise the Lord. Marriage is a platform created by God to what? Help us with an individual who will what? Balance our weaknesses. Remember I said there is a part in destiny that you can never get to without what? Marriage. When a conference Organize a conference 2018 and the girl anchoring this, the conference 
was not in a relationship. She was neither married. She was talking, talking in the conference, and she was doing well until she entered into. She was doing well in the relationship until she entered into marriage issue. Praise the Lord. When she entered it, she couldn't navigate well. Why? Because she's describing a path she has never been to. She is trying to paint a picture of an institution she has never entered. Praise the Lord. And several people were telling her that why she shouldn't have bothered herself going into those areas. And she almost I think Bro Josh was in the Bro Josh was in the meeting that we organized, the seminar we organized 2018. The meeting, she almost brought the meeting to she started well, she never finished well. Why? She's trying to describe a place where she has never been. Praise the Lord. The truth is that there are several things in marriage that I, I, I can't stand in that office to speak. This is why we bring men who are old, men who are reliable, men who have learned from experience. I said to you that uh, knowledge can never give you experience. Praise the Lord. Knowledge can never give you what? experience. Experience only comes by age. Praise the Lord. It doesn't come through knowledge. This is why you see us in this ministry. We do our possible best to bring some people, notable speakers, people whom we have evaluated their marriage and we know they can actually address certain issues in marriage. To come and address certain areas or certain need in the church. We are not foolish for doing that. We know, we, we respect the grace of God upon their life and we know they are equipped for that assignment. Why? Because through the years, over the years, they have gathered what? Experience. You don't learn experience from where? From book. Amen. 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 And this is why we invite such people so that we can learn from knowledge. So that experience will not be our what? Greatest what? Teacher. Hallelujah. 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 God will help us in Jesus' name. So marriage is a platform created by God to help us with an individual who will balance our weaknesses. The Bible says, and we're going to be checking, it said, then the Lord said, but for Adam, there is no help meet for him. Praise the Lord. There is no what? Help what? Meet for him. I want us to look at it. Genesis 2 verse 18 I will read from the Amplified Praise the Lord You see The truth is that You Were created to be Your partner's cover up and shield You were created by God To be your partner's cover up and shield Most times when you step into certain families You realize in those families One person is actually more spiritual than the other Praise the Lord It's difficult to enter an institution A family that you realize that Two of them are equal. Two of them are balanced. There is always a form of weaknesses. There is always a form of what? Strength. So one is created to support the other. Just like the biro and the cover. The cover is created to protect what? The mouth of the biro from destroying. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So in marriage, you are supposed to be what? Your partner's what? Shield and what? Cover up. Amen. And this is why before getting married, ensure you evaluate the grace upon every individual you want to align with. 
is the individual that you want to align with. What grace is this person carrying that I'm not carrying? How can this person's destiny be of help to my destiny? How can this person's strength cover my weaknesses? Praise the Lord. You don't marry just like the people of the world. Oh, she's having a big bomb bomb. She's having a big breast. She's this, she's that. Ha, this is the kind of person. They are trying to paint a picture in you. Praise the Lord. So that your marriage will end up becoming like their own marriage. Mention most of the celebrities in the world. The worldly celebrities. Most of them, I will tell you assurance or I give you, go and do your research. Most of them have bad marriages. And yet, those are the people we are emulating in the church. And we think our marriage can never be what? Successful. It can never be successful. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. God will help us in Jesus' name. Somebody said I was a I was a professor in philosophy, a doctor in philosophy, Derek Ray. He said, Until I encounter, until I have an encounter with the Lord. He grew up studying philosophy at 24. He was part of the Senate in one of the best universities. As a matter of fact, uh, Prince Charles graduated from that university at age 24. He was part of the Senate because of in his, in his uh, intellectual capacity. Because of his intelligence. They said, this guy, you are too good. You are too brilliant. And at 24, he was part of the Senate. But when he had an encounter with the Bible, he said, no, he was part of the people that were questioning the authority of the scripture. He said, so before I jump into conclusion about this Bible, let me read from Genesis to Revelation before I bring out my final conclusion. Hallelujah. And he said, when he was in the book of Job, he had an encounter with the Lord Jesus Christ. And the Lord Jesus Christ taught him worship. He said, this is how to worship. And the Lord Jesus appeared to him and revealed himself to him. He said from that day, that was the beginning of change in his life. Praise the Lord. So philosophy does not bring about transformation. As a matter of fact, be a professor in philosophy, philosophy, you will end up being foolish without the world. What guarantees us success in this kingdom is our alliance with what? The world. Not with the system of the world. He said, ye are in the world, but not of the world. How the world operates will never guarantee you success in this kingdom. The principles in this kingdom is uh, actually differs from the principles of the world. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So from today, I will be teaching you from what? The kingdom principles. I will be teaching you from the world. How it works. How it operates. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Because who you marry can either help you towards your place of destiny or they can actually mar your destiny. Praise the Lord. Who you marry affects your destiny. They can either make you or mar you. So we must be very, very careful if truly we want to fulfill destiny to prayerfully decide the person who align with. Praise the Lord. The person we are going to what? Align with. The person we are going to spend the rest of our life with. Hallelujah. We are organizing a youth conference in a city and I was speaking to the youth. I said to the youth that the truth is that because the people were not really giving me the support, the youth of the church were not really giving me the support and I said to them that the truth is that if you like, put your support or don't put your support. This program we own. But the truth is that it will never be 
as expected. It will never be as glorious as expected. How God wants it to be. Praise the Lord. Because the Bible says two are far better than what? Than one. He said they are more productive than what? Than one. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God will help us mightily in Jesus name. God will help us mightily in Jesus name. Hallelujah. Now let's take Genesis 2:18. Today is going to be teaching pure teaching. I want you to Yeah, I want you to please turn your Bible to Genesis 2:18. I will be taking it line by line, precept by precept. Praise the Lord. All right, I'm reading from the amplified. It says, "Now the Lord God said, Now the Lord God said, it is not good, it is not beneficial for the man to be alone. I will make him a helper. I will make him a helper. One who balance him. Meaning everyone has an iota of weakness in him. Praise the Lord. Every man has what? An iota of what? Weakness in him. I exist with a weakness. Each and every one of us exists with what? A form of what? Weakness. This is just like the ministry of the Holy Spirit. If you truly want to understand who a woman is, go and study the ministry of the Holy Spirit to the church. Christ is the head. is the husband of the church. The Holy Spirit is uh, like the wife. Go and study the, the, the ministry of the Holy Spirit. The same word that was used for the Holy Spirit. He said, I'm going to send him what? A helper. Who is a helper? He said, one that balances his what? One that balances him. Praise the Lord. Meaning there are some form of imbalance in our lives. That you only take our partner to what? To correct. It only take our partner to shield us. It only take our partner to cover us up. Everyone has a form of what? Imbalance. You have a form of weakness. There is a strength that you need from someone. And if you decide to follow the path of destiny alone, this strength will be missing. And if this strength is missing, there is always a path in destiny that you can never get to. Because you need the wisdom of the other partner. You need the strength of the other partner. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God will help us in Jesus' name. God will help us in Jesus' name. Now let's continue. He said, A counterpart who is suitable and complementary for him. Complementary. When they say complementary, somebody that will complement you. Praise the Lord. It is not good for man to be alone. I will create someone that will complement him. I will create someone that will balance his weaknesses. Don't forget that Adam was already given an assignment. He was given an assignment to take care of what? The garden. And when God saw, when God looked at him, he said, Kai, this guy needs somebody to fulfill what? His destiny. So are you. So am I. Each and every one of us need what? A partner ordained by God for each and every one of us to be able to fulfill our destiny. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. I said... God engrace your partner with the graces you lack in order to cover up your weaknesses. God engrace your partner 
with the graces you lack in order to cover up your weaknesses so as to help you to get to the place of your destiny. You see, you were designed to be a cover up for him or her. And not his or her destiny destroyer. You are designed to be what? A cover up for him or her. And not to be what? His or her destiny destroyer. I said, one of our greatest destiny helpers in life is your marriage partner. One of your greatest destiny helper in life is your greatest, is your what? Your marriage partner. Praise the Lord. Now the truth is that circumstances may warrant that several people, even the leaders of this ministry may leave. Praise the Lord. Circumstances may warrant that several members of this ministry may leave. But there is no circumstance that we were at that despite this ministry uh, experience a kind of challenge or the other, your partner, my partner will always be with who? With me. The person I married will always be with who? With me. Others may go, but there is a binding relationship between you and the person you get married to. So on the part of destiny, several people may leave you, your friends may leave you, your Brothers, your relative will leave you, but your partner will not always leave you. This is why the Bible says, For this cause shall a man leave his father and his mother and be cleaved to what? His wife. Be cleaved to his partner. Because there is always a part. Your, even your children will leave you. If you nurture your children at most 25, 30 years, they want to be on their own. But your partner will not always leave you. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. God will help us mightily in Jesus' name. God will help us mightily in Jesus' name. So in life, I said, your marriage partner is your greatest destiny helper. Praise the Lord. In the world, marriage is defined as the legal union of a male and a female right now is currently the legal union of two people, whether male and male or female and female. That is the system of the world. Praise the Lord. You see, but in the kingdom, marriage is the legal union of two helpers. In the kingdom, marriage is the legal union of two helpers. That is a male and a female for the sole aim of fulfilling purpose, destiny. For the sole aim of fulfilling purpose. Marriage is the legal union of what? To help us. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So before marrying, ensure physical looks are not part of your criteria. They are good elements. Praise the Lord. They are good elements, but they don't guarantee your success and destiny. God will help us. Don't ever marry an individual whom you can't fulfill destiny with. Any man or woman whose beliefs, values, mindset, and vision is contrary to yours, don't marry him or her. Any man or woman that his vision, his beliefs, his values, all these things are contrary to yours. Ensure you don't align with that person because you can never fulfill destiny with such a fellow. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. 
mommy will always say not every christian brother is meant for a christian sister and not every christian sister is meant for a christian brother because the fact that that person is a christian the fact that that person attends church does not mean that you can fulfill destiny with that person praise the lord your vision your belief system your mindset must be equivalent it may not be the same but it must be what equivalent it must be similar Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God will help us in Jesus' name. Same Genesis. Let's look at two, uh, Genesis 2.20 Let's look at the B part of the 20. Are we there? He said, but for Adam there was not found a helper comparable to him. He said, but for Adam, there was not found what? A helper comparable to him. Hallelujah. Maybe let's read downward. And what did the Lord God do? The Bible says, the Lord God caused a deep sleep to fall upon upon Adam. And out of him he removed what? Certain ribs and created what? A woman and when Adam saw ah, Adam said this is the bone of my bone and what the flesh of my flesh and he said you shall be called what a huh? woman because you were taken out of what me praise the Lord praise the Lord their vision was in alliance you were taken out of me my vision is your vision my dream is your dream praise the Lord you are created to help me you are created to help me to fulfill destiny so you shall be called what? Woman. Because you were taken out of me. Because you were created to compliment me. Because you were created to cover me up. That is why male, there will always be what? A female. A woman is not complete without what? A man. Woman. Right? Woman. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Male. Female. Because she was created to what? Compliment who? The man. God will help us in Jesus name. God will help us in Jesus name. So please, the greatest help you will help yourself is not to marry people via looks. Is not to marry people via their body structure. Is not to marry people based on class, based on the properties they acquire. Your greatest uh greatest blessing you can ever do to yourself is to marry somebody or a woman that believes in your dream, a woman that believes in your vision, a woman that thinks like you a woman that can compliment you praise the Lord, someone that can help you to fulfill your destiny, somebody that believes in your dream somebody that is willing to give his or her life to help you to get to the place of destiny those days we grew up doing boyfriend and girlfriend praise the Lord Praise the Lord. Boyfriend and girlfriend is a waste of time. It's even an old school now. Praise the Lord. In this kingdom, we are not meant to be doing boyfriend and what? Girlfriend. That was what we grew up with. You are 15. You have started carrying a girlfriend. Where are you going in life? I don't know. Praise the Lord. And you are carrying a handbag. A liability. 16. Abba. You are having two. By 17, you have close to three. Praise the Lord. And you think you can fulfill destiny? At that age, those 
girlfriend and boyfriend are distractions because you yourself you don't know where you are going you don't have a blueprint for your life hallelujah hallelujah this is why it's very very essential you discover your purpose first before you discover or before you start searching who you get married discover your purpose first don't follow beauty don't follow looks hallelujah several times I've cried in my life was because I asked some ladies out who said to me they can't marry a pastor because as early as 17 I discovered my purpose in life praise the Lord and when I was in the university close to rounding up I asked some people out and they said you are a very good person but I'm sorry I can't marry a pastor praise the Lord now if you force yourself on that person you will never be fulfilled in life because that person is telling you that I'm not wired to marry a pastor hallelujah so first thing you ought to do is first to what? discover your purpose first discover your purpose first discover where you are going first discover your spiritual destiny first discover your assignment first discover your ministry first before you start your search okay can this person can this person okay let me look at this, this person have the requirements can this person help me to get to where I'm going know your destination first know when you now align yourself with an individual that is when you are now praying oh God reveal my destiny to me and when the Lord reveal your destiny to you you now realize that this guy is not capable for where I'm going hallelujah so the first thing that needs your attention the first thing that needs your focus is your purpose try to get your purpose try to understand your purpose try to understand your assignment in life know where you are going know your priorities know what you desire hallelujah God will help us in Jesus name in marriage both parties must benefit from each others marriage must not be I said I will always say it must not be a parasitic relationship that one partner is benefiting and the other is losing and I said in such environment only a party will be fulfilled at the long run you know those days when we grew up we grew up with a mindset and this was the mindset praise the Lord this was the mindset marry somebody from your upper class marry somebody from your upper class your own intent is to marry the person from your upper class so that you don't want to be poor <laughs> praise the Lord not because you really want to help that person to be of to fulfill destiny or to be of help to the person your intent your motives are evil your motives are personal such if you end up entering a relationship such kind of relationship that kind of relationship will highly be parasitic if you ask an average lady now what kind of man do you want to marry a man that is having a house a man that is having a car praise the Lord all her intent is to come as a devourer, not as a builder. She come to devour your investment. She's not coming as a builder. And this is why I like the African society. They know that you didn't build this house. Immediately the guy dies, they will tell you, the car, ensure you don't touch it. Please, don't touch. You, you know how you came. Praise the Lord. And they will package you away and export you out of the house when you're dying. <laughs> Praise the Lord when the guy is there this is why it's very very good 
don't just have this parasitic mindset. Oh, I'm going to devour. The guy has everything. I'm not going to labor. I, I don't want to suffer in life. I don't want to suffer in marriage. If the guy carries a dream, if the guy carries a vision, and you know this person is godly, and you know your belief system, your value system are equivalent, you can align with such person. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Not just uh, a friend of mine was telling me, Biggie, his name is Biggie. His name is George, but we call him Biggie. They left a lot of inheritances for him. And at that time, 2009, he bought one car for 2 million. His mom bought a car for him, 6 million. He has about 3 cars. And one of his girlfriends said, Before I marry you, this car, this car, know that this car is my own. Praise the Lord. She has not even entered the marriage. He has not even gotten married to her. She has started claiming some of the property. You know that this one is not a wife material. This one is what? A devourer. She is only coming to devour. Amen. Amen. So this is why we must be very, very sensitive so that we will not fall into parasitic relationship. That one person is benefiting at the expense of the other. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God will help us mightily in Jesus' name. You see, I said, who you marry can affect your destiny. They can either make you or marry you. Now, I want us to look at Proverbs 18. Proverbs 18. Now, I want us to read 16. Then we will jump to 22. Proverbs 18. Are we there? Are we there? Now let's read Proverbs 18. Let's read 16 together. Let's read 16 together. A man's gift makes what? Room for him. He said a man's gift. Your partner is your gift. A man's gift. Your partner is your gift. He said a man's gift what? Makes what? Room for him. A man's gift will bring more advantages to him. And your partner is supposed to be what? Your gift. It's supposed to be a gift from you. Uh, sorry, from God to you. A man's gift what? Makes what? Room for him. Now let's look at the latter part. He said it shall bring him before what? Kings and not what? Mere men. It shall bring him before what? Great men. It shall bring glory and honor to you. So God is telling you that see, your partner ought to bring what? Glory and what? Honor to you. The person you marry ought to bring what? Blessings to you. Now let's look at 22. It says what? He that findeth what? A wife. <laughs> he didn't, the scripture didn't say he that find a woman. Right? Because not every lady, not every woman is a wife. He said he that what? Findeth what? A wife. Findeth what? A good thing. And what? Obtain it what? Favor from where? From the Lord. What is that favor? She will bring what? Glory. She will bring what? Honor. There are certain rooms that you will open up in your life and your destiny. Praise the Lord. A man's gift make it what? Room for him. He said, It shall bring him before kings, it shall bring him before great men and not mere men. So your partner ought to bring glory and honor to you rather than shame and disgrace. Hallelujah. 
Now let's read that Proverbs 18. Let's read 22. Let's read it the opposite way around. Are we there? Are we there? Now let's read it the opposite way around. 22. He who finds a Delilah, find a bad thing, and obtaineth horses from the devil. He said, He that findeth a Delilah, findeth what? A bad thing, and obtaineth what? Horses from the devil. He said, If you don't find a wife, you are laughing. Don't worry. May God help you so that you will not find a Delilah. I said, May God help you so that you will not find a Delilah. So, the opposite of the scripture is that he that findeth what? A Delilah. Findeth a what? A bad thing. And what? Obtaineth what? Causes. Because the opposite of blessing is what? Causes. Obtaineth what? Causes from who? From the devil. This is why if the devil wants to destroy you, he will always send men to you. And if God wants to help you, he will always send what? Men to you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. This is why we must pray be prayerful. And we must prayerfully seek the face of the Lord before discerning or before choosing who we will spend the rest of our life with. Because he that findeth a Delilah, findeth a bad thing, and obtaineth what causes from Satan. God will help us in the mighty name of Jesus. God will help us mightily in the name of Jesus. Now let's look at Act 5. Act 5. Are we there? Now let's take from verse 1. Are we there? Verse 1. I want each and every one of us to read together. From verse 1. Please let's read together. But a certain man named Ananias with Sapphira, his wife, sold a possession and he kept back part of the, the proceeds. His wife also, being aware of it, and brought a certain part and laid it at the apostles' feet. But Peter said, Ananias, why has Satan filled your heart to lie to the Holy Spirit and keep back part of the price of the land for yourself while it remains? Was it not your own after it? After it, sorry, after it was sold, was it not in your control? Why have you conceived this thing in your heart? You have not lied to men, but to God. Then Ananias, hearing these words, fell down and breathed his last. So great fear came upon all those who had the things. And the young men arose and wrapped him up, carried him out and buried him. Now it was about three hours later when his wife came in, not knowing what had happened. And Peter answered her, Tell me whether you sold land for so much. She said, Yes, for so much. Then Peter said to her, How is it 
that you have agreed together to test the spirit of the Lord. Look the feet of those who have buried your husband are at the door and they will carry you out. Then immediately she fell down at his feet and breathed her last. And the young men came in and found her dead and carried her out. Buried her by her husband. Praise the Lord. I want us to read verse 3 please. If you have uh, another King James verse 3. My King James said something of preview. P-R-I-V-Y Please, if you have another King James Okay, read it New King James But Peter said Ananias Why has it filled your heart to lie to the Holy Spirit? And keep part part of the land for yourself No, I, I want verse 3 Please, verse 3 are we there? Any other translation? The word, okay, the word privy. P-R-I-V-Y. Alright. Huh? Alright. Why has Satan filled your heart? Lie to the Holy Spirit? Okay, verse 2. Try verse 2. Verse 2. Verse 2. Alright. Now, he said his wife also being private. Now, that word private simply means the wife was aware. It was on her own knowledge. She was aware, she was aware of the plot. She was aware of the coup. She was aware of the plan. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. But she said nothing because she was also part of the masterminder of the plan. Please, let's keep certain amount and let's take certain amounts to the church. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. She was supposed to be a blessing to him. Even if the devil has laid it upon his heart, she was supposed to be what? Of help to him. She was supposed to correct him. Or rather, what did she do? She joined in what? In the plot, in the conspiracy. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. May God give you a partner that will be able to correct you. I say, may the Lord give you a partner that will be able to correct you. In the name of Jesus. May God bless you with a partner that can uh, help you when you are erring. When you err. May God grant you that partner that will help you when you err. In the name of Jesus. Now let's look at Judges. Judges 16. We'll be reading from verse 1 to the end. Judges 16. Are we there? Are we there? Judges 16, please. Now let's read from verse 4. Judges 16. Let's take from verse 4. Down to the end. Are we there? Are we there? Now let's read together. Afterward, it happened that he loved a woman in the valley of Sorek, whose name was Delilah. And the lords of the Philistine came up to her 
and said to her, Entice him. Find out where his great strength lies. And by what means we may overpower him. That we may bind him to afflict him. And every one of us will give you 1100 pieces of silver. I said, who you marry can what? Either make you or what? Marry you. Now let's continue. You know, I said to us, if the devil wants to destroy you, who will he send? A man. If the God wants to elevate you, who will he send? A man. Now let's continue. So Delilah said to Samson, please tell me where your great strength lies and with what you may be bound to afflict you. And Samson said to her, if they bind me with seven fresh bone streams, not yet dry, then I shall become weak and be like any other man. So the lords of the Philistine brought up to her seven fresh bow strings, not yet dried, and she bound him with them. Now men were laying in wait, staying with her in the room, and she said to him, The Philistines are upon you, Samson. But he broke the bow strings as a strand of yarn as a strand of yarn breaks when it touches fire. So the secret of his strength was not known. Then Delilah said to him, Look, you have mocked me and told me lies. Now please tell me what you may be bound with. So he said to her, If they bind me securely with new ropes, that have never been used, then I shall become weak and be like any other man. Therefore Delilah took new robes and bound him with them and said to him, The Philistines are upon you, Samson, and men were lying in wait, staying in the room, but he broke them off his hand like a thread. Delilah said to Samson, Until now you have mocked me and told me lies. Tell me what you may be bound with. And he said to her, If you weave with the seven locks of my hair into the web of the loom. So she wove it tightly with the button of the loom. And said to him, The Philistines are upon you, Samson. But he awoke from his sleep and pulled out the button and the web from the loom. Then she said to him, How can you say, I love you, when your heart is not with me? You have mocked me these three times and have not told me where your great strength lies. And it came to pass when she pestered him daily with her words and pressured him so that his soul was vexed to death that he told her all his, all his heart and said to her, No razor has ever come upon my head 
For I have been in Nazareth to God from my mother's womb. If I am shaven, then my strength will leave me, and I shall become weak and be like any other man. When Delilah saw that he had told her all his heart, she sent and called for the lords of the Philistines, saying, Come up, come, come up once more, for he has told me all his heart. So, the lords of the Philistines came up to her and brought the money in their hand. Then she, she lured him to sleep on her knees and called for a man and had and had him shaved off the seven locks of his hair. Then she began to torment him, and his strength left him. And she said, The Philistines are upon you, Samson. So he woke up from his sleep and said, I will go out as before, as before at other times and shake myself free. But he did not know that the Lord had departed from him. Then the Philistines took him and pulled, put out his eyes and brought him down to Gaza. They bound him with brooms, feathers, and he became a grinder in the prison. However, the air of his head began to grow again after he had been shaven. Praise the Lord. So you see, Delilah consciously walked towards his downfall. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. She consciously walked towards his downfall. Remember what Proverbs uh, 18.22 said, that he that findeth a good wife, what? Findeth what? A good thing. And obtaineth what? Favor from the Lord. But he that findeth a Delilah, findeth what? A bad thing. And obtaineth what? Causes from who? From the devil. Your partner is your partner ought to be your cover up, your partner ought to be your defense, your partner ought to cover up your weaknesses. Your partner ought, ought not to expose you. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. But you realize that Delilah was never a wife material. Her intent is to ensure that it destroy him. Her intent is to ensure that it causes him to err. And she was able to achieve. Our aims, goals, and objectives. Uh, a great man of God, Apostle John C. Suleiman, was talking about a bishop in Ibadan. How that bishop said he would never reconcile with his wife. Praise the Lord. And the wife went to him crying, crying that this is a man of God, is this, is that. I want to reconcile with him. And he was calling the bishop. The bishop refused to pick his call. Praise the Lord. And he was now saying, ah, what is wrong with this man? So he continued calling the man. The man ended up picking. And when the man picked, the man said to him, Did she tell you what she has done to me? He said, No. He said, Ask her what she has done. Praise the Lord. This man had a church of about 1,500. He has so much labor to grow that church. One faithful day, maybe they had a quarry in the house with the wife. The wife was called upon to either lead offering or to take offering. And as she mounts the pulpit, he said, This man here is evil. This man here is the disciples of the devil. This man here, this man here. By the time she finished with the man, the church of 1,500 
virtually everybody left. The next Sunday, people that came to church were not even up to 50 or 30. What that man has labored for all through his life, this woman just went up within the space of five minutes and ruined the man's life. The man said, no, no, I don't think to reconcile with such a person. He said, after hearing that, that tears began to come out of his eyes. He was the one calling for reconciliation. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. This is why we must be very, 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 very careful. The great man of God called Apostle Babalola saw hell in his life. He saw hell in ministry. Although he was an apostle, a prophet, but he married a Delilah. Praise the Lord. He married a Delilah. And he suffered. He suffered for it. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Some said, some historians said, according to what I read, some historians said, that the reason why he died at 50 was because he was so tired of the frustration, he was so tired of the suffering, and he prayed to God that God should take his life. That is what some historians say. Praise the Lord. That he was so tired of the man. The woman kept oppressing, oppressing. The great man called John Wesley, you must have read about John Wesley, who ended up marrying somebody in the church. The woman was a saint in the church. Was doing good. He never knew that she was a Delilah in the making. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. The woman he literally wanted marrying Charles, Charles Wesley and the leaders of the Methodist said, No, 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 you are a holy brother. The Methodist movement is a holy movement. You ought not to be in a relationship. This, that, and they frustrated him out of that relationship. And they went up to marry a widow who was the mother of four children and the husband died while sailing. The sailor, the husband was a sailor of four children, and he dated the lady for he dated the lady for two weeks. Praise the Lord. And I think he dated the lady for seven days and he enjoyed his marriage for just two weeks. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. He enjoyed his marriage for just two weeks. And one of his letters to Charles, his brother, he said, in one of his letters to, to his wife, he said, I have decided to make him and not even you can stop me. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. He said, I have decided to make heaven and not even you can stop me. Praise the Lord. Why? He saw hell. He saw hell in ministry. He, he was frustrated. Why? Because of his because of his wife. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So who marry who you marry can affect your destiny who you marry can never make you. Who you marry can never marry you. If you have read all through church history, you realize that uh, John Wesley had no offspring. Praise the Lord. John Wesley had no offspring. Why? The woman, he got married. So, praise the Lord. So, we must be, we must be prayerful. We must be prayerful on the person we have decided to spend the rest of our life with. Hallelujah. If truly we want to fulfill destiny. Now let's look at Proverbs 31. Then we'll pray. Proverbs 31. Let's read from verse 1 to 3. It was the advice of a mother to his son, Lamuel. Are we there? Now let's read together. Let's read together. The word of King Lamuel. The utterances which his mother taught him. What, my son? 
and what son of my womb and what son of my vows do not give your strength to women nor your ways to that which destroys what kings he said do not give your strength to what to women he didn't say do not give your strength to your wife he said do not give your strength to what to women nor that that destroy what kings praise the lord praise the lord I was speaking to us of a guy who said he's handsome. That is why girls are gallivanting, uh, 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 are running around him. And I said to him, Do you think you are handsome? You are not really handsome. Why they are all around you? Why they are following you is just because of your precious destiny. And once they are done with you, you will know how ugly you are. Praise the Lord. Once they are done with you, go we help us all in Jesus' name. God will help us all in Jesus' name. By the time they finish you, your hair will become bad, and you know how ugly you are. Now let's take from verse ten. Let's take from verse ten and let's look at the characteristic, the quality of a wife. He said, "Who can find a virtuous wife? For our worth is far above rubies. The heart of our husband safe." Safely trust her, so she will have no lack of gain. Another some portion said she will not bring him to what to spoil. Uh, do we have any other? Please read yours. And she will quickly enrich his life. All right. Okay, that is what yours said. So that he shall have no need of what spoil, he shall quickly enrich his life. She shall enrich his life. Praise the Lord. Now let's continue. Let's continue. Are we there? Are we there? Now, verse twelve. She does not. She does him good and not evil all the days of her life. She seeks wool and flax and willingly walk with her hands she is like the merchant sheep she brings her food she brings her food from afar she also rises while it is yet night and provide food for her household and a portion for her maid servant she consider a fee and buys it from her profit and she plants a vineyard. She guides herself with strength and strengthens her hands. She perceives that her merchandise is good and her lamb does good, does not go out by night. She stretches out her hands to the distaff and her hands hold the spindle. She extends her hands to the poor. Yes, she reaches out her hands to the needy. She is not afraid of snow for her household, for all her household is clothed with scarlet. She makes she makes tapes free for herself. Her clothing is fine, fine lining and purple. Her husband is known in the gate. Praise the Lord. 
Why? Because of the glory that she brought to her husband. He said her husband is known in the gate. Praise the Lord. Now let's continue. When he sits among the elders of the land. Praise the Lord. Your wife ought to bring glory and honor to you. Your partner ought to bring glory and honor to you. So when your partner is bringing shame to you, then you know that that pathway of destiny that you are going or that person you want to spend the rest of your life with is actually or may not be the right person. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Which of us will be happy that they will tell you that they caught your your husband in armed robbery or they caught your, your, they caught your wife with another man's husband. Will you be happy? Will you be happy? Why? Your partner ought to bring glory and honor. But if they tell you that, oh, your partner is just the best, or he won the best award for the best TV presenter of the year, or is the best man in his organization, is the best, won't you be happy? You will be happy. Why? Because that person is bringing what? Glory and honor to you. Now let's read the latter part as we rise up and pray. Praise the Lord. She makes, uh, she makes, lining garments and sell them and supplies sashes for the merchants. Strength and honor are her clothing. She shall rejoice in time to come. Praise the Lord. She is not lazy. She is not coming to your house to come and devour all your investment. She is not a devourer. She is coming to build with you. She is coming with her strength. She is coming with her gift. She is coming with her potentials. Praise the Lord. She is not a parasite that is coming to establish a parasitic relationship. They say monkey they walk, babu they chop. If monkey is walking and babu is chopping, then you know there is a problem. Because you can never gather anything. Why? The, the food that the babu consumes is about time still of what the monkey can provide. So if you marry a baboon and you, you are a monkey in the nature, I pity you. <laughs> Praise the Lord. You will labor, labor, labor and you will not have what? An investment. This is why so many people cannot have house. They can't even have a portion of land. Why? Because of the monkey they got married. Sorry, because of the bamboo they got married. Praise the Lord. You are laboring. Bamboo is what? African proverb. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Many don't marry somebody that is above your capacity. Praise the Lord. God will help us in Jesus' name. 26. 26. She opens her mouth with wisdom. And on her tongue is the law of kindness. He's talking about her character. We have been reading about her character. How good this woman is. How generous she is. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Alright. Can we continue? And she watches over the ways of her household. And does not eat the bread of idleness. She's not an idle person. You are just lazy. Go and do this one. No, no, no. I'm this. I'm that. I can't do this one. I can't trek. You have to carry me. You have to do this. Hapa. Now, let's continue. Our children rise up and call her blessed. See, for your children to call you blessed, meaning you have really been a blessing. One thing I so much appreciate about my mom, my mom, she's really hard working. I learned business from her when I was growing up, I learned a lot from her. She's really, really, really hardworking. Praise the Lord. Till you date, if, you, if I give my mom money, she will tell me she doesn't need my money. Praise the Lord. I will beg to give her. She will say, no, I'm supposed to be giving you. Our children cause our what? Bless. My picking, how you did? 
You didn't labor for the child. You didn't labor. You didn't labor. You didn't struggle so that that child will become successful. The guy end up to become an Okada, a successful Okada rider. Yet the little little stipend savings he is getting, you forget about that this guy is married. Nibolowa. We had a, a, a woman in our barracks like that. As a matter of fact, if she sees that guy brought any form of lady to the house, she will come and sleep with the guy in the same room on the same bed. She doesn't want him to marry. Praise the Lord. Why? She is devouring her. That is not uh, your, your children can't call you blessed. The guy said, I don't even know what to do with my life. Is it to run away now? I don't even know. The woman was oppressing your mother, being the source of your Abba. God will help us in Jesus' name. God will help us in Jesus' name. Our children rise up and call her what? Blessed. And her husband also. And he praises her. Many daughters have done well, but you excel them all. Charm is deceitful, and beauty is what? Passing. But a woman who fears the Lord, she shall be praised. Give her of the fruit of her hands and let her own works praise her in the gate. He said, Let your attitude praise you. Not your makeups, not your no 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 is this is that I want to wear the latest trend. I want to wear the I want the latest phone. That is why arm robbers are always disturbing your houses. Why? The gadget you are using is far expensive than your house. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. And you'll be praying for God to deliver you from arm robbers. God will help us in Jesus' name. He said, Beauty is what? Is vain. He said it's passing away. It is deceitful. See, let's rise up on our feet and let's pray this prayer. Oh Lord, oh Lord, give me a man or a woman after you. A man, a man and a woman that will help me to fulfill my divine destiny. And Lord, I ask that you separate me from every form of Delilah that I have 